Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello, fellow patriots, liberty lovers, uh, chumps for Trump, what have you. Great to have you along as we kick off the five o'clock follies, the most heavily commuted and as a byproduct, the most heavily congested hour of the program. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just give me a call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307. And my email address, bob at 1063word.com. So in digging around on the web today, and believe me, sometimes I do have to dig relatively deeply to find this kind of stuff, because you're not going to see this on uh, any of the Alphabet Network's newscasts, uh, not going to see it on the local TV affiliates. But the first large, randomized, controlled cri- uh, trial of its kind showed no statistically significant difference in COVID-19 cases between people who wore masks and those who do not. The headline on the story, Major Peer-Reviewed Study Finds Masks Don't Work. The Danish study, published this week in the Annals of Internal Medicine, found that a, quote, recommendation to wear a surgical mask when outside the home, among others, did not reduce at conventional levels of of statistical significance incident infection compared with no mask recommendation. Among 6,000 participants in Denmark, half were told to wear masks and half were not. The researchers found 42% of the participants who were told to wear masks got COVID-19, while 53 in the control group got the disease. The authors concluded the difference was not statistically significant. Critics of the study, that would be the uh, bedrock science guys that uh, Biden's always talking about, Critics of the study argue the researchers did not investigate specifically whether masks prevented people 
infected with COVID-19 from infecting other people. A Danish newspaper reported the mask study had been completed three months ago, but, and I know you'll be stunned to hear this, the study was rejected by three leading medical journals because the results are controversial. Yeah, the study didn't prove what they wanted to hear, and so they just refused to publish the study. The Blaze website noted that prior to changing its position on universal mask wearing, the Centers for Disease Control cited 10 randomized controlled trials that showed, and I quote from the CDC, no significant reduction in influenza transmission with the use of face masks. In October, an analysis of a dozen graphs charting the number of COVID-19 cases in countries and U.S. states confirmed the conclusions of recent studies that mask mandates have no effect on the spread of disease. Meanwhile, Pennsylvania on uh, Tuesday imposed new COVID-19 restrictions that will require wearing masks in homes if someone from outside a household is present, even if physical distance can be maintained. You see the other day, Dr. Fraudchi said, uh, yeah, you know, even if we, uh, after you have the vaccine, we're still going to have to continue social distancing and uh, mask wearing. Oh, yeah? You first, Doc. Wearing a mask is really one of the simplest steps we can take to stop the uh, spread of uh, COVID-19, said uh, Pennsylvania's Secretary of Health. In Wisconsin, uh, Democrat Governor Tony Evers announced yesterday that he will sign an executive order extending the state's mask mandate into 2021. Former VP Joe Biden is urging Americans to wear a mask, claiming it could save at least 100,000 lives until Inauguration Day of January 20th. The Danish paper Berlinski reported the study was rejected by The Lancet, that's the big British medical journal, the New England Journal of Medicine, and the American Medical Association's journal JAMA. According to uh, the Danish newspaper, scientific journals have refused to publish the results of the first major scientific investigation studying the effect of the use of masks during the Wuhan flu pandemic, apparently because the results might not show what is politically correct. Former New York Times reporter Alex Berenson, who has reported extensively on the coronavirus, wrote in an October 18th tweet that he had corresponded with the lead researcher in the Danish study, Thomas Lars Benfield. He asked Benfield when the study would be published. The researcher's answer was, as soon as a journal is brave enough. (laughs) And so apparently, The Lancet, New England Journal of Medicine, and Journal of the AMA fall into that category of uh, not brave enough. 
Coming up at uh, 5.30 this afternoon, or within a half an hour of that, based on the uh, usual uh, efficiency of these news conferences with the governor happening, sometime after 5.30, Governor Henry McTaxter will say, Son, I say, Son, with Thanksgiving right around the corner, as you're eating that bird, make sure you're wearing your mask, even while you're eating. And by the way, can't have more than four people in your home at the same time. Uh, all must be wearing masks all the time and maintaining social distancing. And by the way, uh, no pets in your home. Or I guess it's okay to have a pet in your home as long as the pet is wearing a mask and stays six feet away from that turkey bird or something like that. And uh, Money Penny reminds me, speaking of turkey, How's this for a change of direction? This is not going to be a very smooth segue. Uh, we here on the Bobby Mack Show still have two more $15 gift certificates to be applied towards the purchase of a Butterball turkey. Yummy. For your Thanksgiving. Uh, the way we're giving these away is very simple. When you hear the turkey gobble, uh, not now, but when you hear the turkey gobble, you know, little, little. Kind of like that. Well, not exactly like that. But when, when you hear the turkey gobble, be the 10th caller at 241-4334. All right? 241-4334. When you hear the turkey gobble, okay, that's, uh, that's your cue to call in and win and uh, get our contribution to your happy Thanksgiving. And, and go ahead and, you know, do Thanksgiving. You know, we don't have to listen to this nonsense. <laughs> they want us to because COVID-19, of course, is a perfect uh, cover for them to be able to employ whatever kind of mandates or executive orders are coming up. And we'll see what Henry has to say sometime after 530. That's when they're supposed to start, <laughs> typically, you know, they're... So they have the typical bureaucratic efficiency in getting these things cranked up. We'll, we'll let you know what he has to say. Quarter after five here on the Bobby Mack Show. Step aside for a moment, then we go to the phones when I come right back here on the Bobby Mack Show on Thursday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. 521, bumper to bumper. The 5 o'clock follies here on the Bobby Mack Show. 21 after 5 in on my text line. Uh, Bobby Lancet 
and JAMA were brave enough to publish the fake study condemning hydroxychloroquine over heart problems. You know, the study they had to retract. The online medical sites, though, are still quoting the fake study. Well, sure they are. Uh, Bobby, I don't think most people that don't wear a mask, including myself, don't really have a problem with wearing it, rather it, it, whether it works or not, but more with the fact that they are forcing us to do it. Exactly. You know, the more they can uh, destroy America's existing traditional culture and tradition, Thanksgiving, Christmas, what have you, uh, the better they like it. 22 after 5 as we go to the phones. Uh, let's head to Boiling Springs and bring in Carl here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Carl, and welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? It's the first time I call you. Ah, good to have uh, you here, sir. Yeah, thank you. I got something maybe for Trump or you. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I lived in Georgia for 22 years. Mm -hmm. I lived there and. 206. And I just wonder, is my name still on the ballot? You know, I would bet dollars to I would bet dollars to donuts, Carl, it probably is. A in fact, you probably voted for Biden. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait in quicksand first. <laughs> I, I think I, uh, I catch your drift. You know, you can if it might be worthwhile to check and see, uh, call the uh, the elections commission in uh, whichever county you live down there, and and ask them if uh, if you Savannah voted. County, Savannah. Savannah County. It was yeah, Savannah. Gotcha. It's yeah. Adam County. Yeah, I would uh, I would call him and say, uh, hey, I'm just curious. Did you guys uh, get my uh, absentee ballot that uh, that I mailed in? <laughs> Well, hey, if they if they hundreds of thousands of them history, yeah, why couldn't it be? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's a fair question. Yeah, yeah. if you if you if if you find uh, out if you find out, Carl, let us know. All right. Yeah, and also uh, when Obama won, when he ran against uh, oh God, like the Mormon guy, I can't. Oh uh, yeah, Mitt Mitt Romney. Yeah. Yeah, Mitt Romney. That right at the end, I can't remember the state. I wish I could. Mm -hmm. They had more votes than they had people sign up. Yeah, yeah. And there are and, literally and hundreds just, of counties like that in this election where they had more votes than they had people registered to vote. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what we got to do with it. Well, Rudy Giuliani and his team are, are digging into this, and uh, Fat Lady has not sung yet. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate the call. Good to have you here. 25 after 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. I mentioned uh, Governor Henry McTaxter going to be speaking here shortly after 5.30 about uh, the dreaded uh, COVID-19 and what kind of Thanksgiving restrictions he's going to put in place. Uh, governors um, in many of these... Uh, these tin-pot, uh, mini demigod uh, dictator governors already issuing uh, severe uh, restrictions as cases continue to rise ahead of Thanksgiving. Officials are advising people to cancel their usual celebrations. Of course they are. 
The new spate of rules and restrictions comes after several other states over the weekend issued some of the most stringent measures yet during the pandemic over concerns about surging cases and strained hospital capacity. Among the harshest, Oregon banned indoor gatherings larger than six people from more than two households. Michigan limited gatherings, including Thanksgiving, to just two households. So how are they going to enforce these mandates? Are they going to have COVID police? Are they going to be going, like in New York, uh, where they had uh, people with binoculars gazing into people's homes to see if they were following the restrictions? Those states yesterday were joined by Kentucky, Minnesota, and Kansas, which issued new restrictions. And in the cases of Minnesota and Kentucky, would also severely alter many families' Thanksgiving traditions. Democrat Minnesota Governor Tim Walz, as he announced more coronavirus restrictions yesterday, urged people not to celebrate Thanksgiving together or to have friends or family come to their homes. Mm -hmm. uh, the newly announced Minnesota restrictions put a blanket ban on social gatherings even more restrictive than the rules in Oregon or Michigan, except as specifically permitted in this executive order, social gatherings are prohibited. Uh, the governor said social gatherings are groups of individuals who are not members of the same household congregated together for a common or coordinated social community or leisure purpose, even if social distancing can be maintained. This prohibition includes indoor and outdoor gatherings, planned and spontaneous gatherings, and public and private gatherings. Anybody else find this amazing? Uh, you know, these Antifa people, uh, BLM, um, wasn't COVID-19 still around when they were having all these riots, burning of businesses, looting in Minneapolis? And the governor didn't put any kind of restriction on that. I guess, in fact, Minneapolis, uh, they defunded their police department. <laughs> that's a good reaction to that. Yeah, that's a way to solve this problem. We'll just get rid of all the cops. Can this stuff possibly be constitutional? Not to me. Not to me. Uh, Dem Democrat uh, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir, he's another piece of work, uh, issued his own strict lockdown, limiting social gatherings to a maximum of eight people from two households. So what, they're going to have the highway patrol come in? Let me see your uh, papers, please. Your papers, please. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, this this shows that uh, you're from a different household. You you live uh, in another state. You can't be here. Bashir's order also bans indoor dining, caps capacity at places like theaters and wedding venues, and requires companies to mandate that all employees capable of working from home do so. So no restrictions on Antifa or BLM, but try to go to church on Sunday. They are setting themselves up for tremendous blowback like we haven't seen in this country in a long time.
529 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Step aside for the news right back on the other side here on the penultimate workday edition of the Bobby Mac Show. Welcome back. 536 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Governor Henry McTaxter speaking about uh, the dreaded COVID-19. Uh, let's uh, listen in here. Two tables and spread people out a little bit. Space out inside while dining or visiting or be like the original Thanksgiving and do it outside. If the weather is pretty, do everything you can outside. The more outside we can be, the better we will all be. For people at high risk, like the elderly or those with various underlying conditions, think of something special. Use your imagination. Be smart. Perhaps deliver food to, to the home with them and stop by just for a short visit and then, then, then go. And maybe, maybe there are any number of ways that we can accomplish the task in those well, who very is next dangerous when we come situations back, of being together but not being at risk. Limit the number of family or friends going shopping together and in the stores. There are a lot of, a lot of us that do shopping online. Uh, you, don't, you don't get the virus online. So consider doing shopping that way. Take short trips in the car. Don't go take long trips. Take short trips and keep a window open if you can. And also, depending on the size of the car, don't fill up the car with people and go on a long trip. That's, that's an invitation for that virus to spread. And again, stay outside, get outside as much as possible if the weather permits, because that fresh air is, uh, is not what the virus, virus likes. So if it's, uh, again, if it's, it, it's been beautiful, the weather's been beautiful here, if it stays like this, this would be a good, a good Thanksgiving to do things on the back porch, to do things in the yard, do things a little bit different than we had before, and we'll have a happy Christmas and a happy Thanksgiving next year. For many South Carolina families, schools provide the only opportunity that parents have to go to work. Most stay home with their children every day in order to pay the bills, keep the roof over their head. Parents should not have to choose between their child, their child's welfare, or their job. School closings have disrupted children's learning pro progress, placing their skill development behind schedule and requiring remedial instruction. We all know that the best way for children to learn is to have a teacher over their shoulder. In many places, that is, is not happening now. Fifteen school districts began this school year by providing parents the option, as I asked, the option of sending their child back to the classroom for five days a week in-person instruction. A number of school districts have since announced a similar return to the classroom. At my direction, the Department of Administration purchased $10 million plus of personal protective equipment for every school district that requested it. We have plenty of protective equipment available for any school district that needs it. In order to keep those classrooms open and to allow more to reopen, today we are announcing additional action. 
In the coming days, I will be issuing an executive order directing the Department of Health and Environmental Control to provide every school district with COVID-19 testing kits so that students, teachers, and staff can be tested on a regular basis in every school. We'll have plenty of the kits. It will be up to every parent, up to the parents, to decide if they want their child to be tested. A completed a parental, parental excuse me, consent form will be required before any child can be tested. If you want your child to be tested, you need to sign the form and send it in. If you don't, just say so. Dr. Traxler will go into more detail on that in a moment. By following official COVID-19 procedures and protocols, schools can be operated safely. There are many in our state now that are following the rules and they're operating perfectly safely. We want all the schools to be open and to operate safely. In the same way, many businesses and many manufacturers, large and small businesses, restaurants, merchants, and state government have all reopened. The schools have to reopen. They are central to the progress, not only in education, but also the social development and the emotional health of the children, as we know. For every, every one of these closures, every action, every restriction, there's, there are consequences, and we have to be mindful of that. So we want those schools to open, and those tests will be available. Call on Dr. Traxler, please. Governor Henry McTaxer, that, that could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse, considering uh, some of the draconian measures that some of these uh, tin pot dictators uh, who uh, are Democrat governors around the country uh, have, uh, have slapped their citizens with for uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, this was, uh, I thought, fairly mild by comparison. The governor started out by stressing this, uh, their, their new mantra, get tested before Turkey. So you uh, find out if you have the uh, dreaded uh, COVID-19 uh, before you actually show up at uh, your Thanksgiving gathering. Um, was kind of amusing. He said, uh, uh, people at Thanksgiving should remain spaced out. I know, that, <laughs> I know a lot of people that uh, in younger days uh, spent a lot of time spaced out, but I don't think that's what uh, the governor was referring to. He was talking, of course, about social distancing and mask wearing and all that stuff. Have your Thanksgiving outside if you can. Uh, he, he did say that uh, he is uh, very concerned about getting all the school systems reopened and uh, announced that uh, uh, very shortly DHEC would be providing uh, COVID-19 test kits for uh, school districts uh, all across the state uh, where the uh, school, I'm sorry, the SCOOS children, as the governor says, uh, is vitally important we get the SCOOS reopen s-k-o-o-z schools uh that uh, it will be up to the parents whether or not their youngsters will be uh, tested uh in the uh, in the schools system so you know uh he didn't slap any new restrictions on restaurants uh that that i have heard so far and apparently he's not going to uh which is certainly good news a lot of people uh go out for thanksgiving dinner and uh, a lot of restaurants desperately need uh, the big holiday business, quite frankly. So uh, in um, the 
takeaways from this are not that many. Uh, the governor urges everybody to get tested uh, before you go to your big Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, no new uh, mandates on uh, restaurants opening or closing or hours or how many customers they can have there, whatever uh, that previously was in place remains in place. And, uh, and that's pretty much it. So uh, that, uh, that could have been substantially worse. Uh, coming up on a quarter before six, I go right back to the phones. When we come back on the other side, here on the Bobby Mack Show on WORD. Ten before six here on the Bobby Mack Show. In on my text line, 71307. Bobby, I, I guess this means Ralphie and the whole family can still have their traditional Christmas dinner at uh, Bowling Chop Suey Palace now, right? <laughs> fa ra 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 and the dogs <laughs> storming through the kitchen <laughs> Christmas story to the phones we go thanks for patiently waiting TJ next up he is in Spartanburg hi TJ and welcome to the program hey Bobby Mike long time listener love you man thank you sir good to have you here hey listen Bobby I just have a question for, for Henry McMoron <laughs> the, <Okay>. fact, <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is this here. I'm a millennial who supported Trump, first off. Okay. And, and the fact is, what about the whole my body, my choice thing? Yeah. You have these people who, you know, who are in high-risk categories who should be allowed to make the choice as to whether or not they want to social distance, whether or not they want to wear a mask. It's like my grandmother who has bad health. If she decided to come to my house for Thanksgiving and she wanted to give me a hug, uh-huh. I'm going to give her a hug because I want to see the sunrise tomorrow morning. Gotcha. So the, <laughs> fact, the fact of the matter is, you know, it should be their choice. We shouldn't have the government telling us, oh, well, this is for your safety. You don't know what is for our safety. Yeah, I, I could not agree with you more. But, of course, what you're describing, TJ, uh, is not the transformative new America that we find ourselves in these days where we're building back better. You know, this is this is all for our own good, TJ, because you and I and the other toothless rubes out here in flyover country are too stupid to figure out what's good for us. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Bobby Mack, when I graduated high school, that's what they tried to tell me. Well, I am actually a really good carpenter and a really good career right now, and apparently a stupid person can't figure out how to measure a door. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby Mack. You have a good night. Thank you, TJ. God bless. I hope you have a, a great Thanksgiving as well. Uh, Greenville is uh, my next stop, and David is next up here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, David, and welcome to the show. Yeah, just what we need, some good Johnny Cash music with all the good news we got today. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> yeah, Johnny used to do business whenever he wanted to do something, so that's good. Yes, it is. Yeah, anyway, did you see the press conference today? Yes, I did. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, you're referring to? Yeah, Giuliani and the team. Yes, you bet, and quite a team it is. Yeah, well, the thing is this. They got them cold. I mean, that's all there is to it. If, if everything they said is true and the U.S. Army confiscated those servers on a secret mission mm-hmm. to uh, make sure that the evidence was preserved. Right. You know, it, I guess you would say Trump has trumped the deep state again. And and if you're not, don't uh, know the backstory on what David is referring to. 
Uh, give give them a background there, David, on, on your reference. I'll be glad to. Uh, my understanding, and this is, you know, via secondhand Sidney Powell, mm-hmm. that uh, on election night, you know, Trump, I think, uh, suspected there would be hanky-panky. Right. So apparently there was a very secret, 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 <laughs> super secret army operation to go confiscate the servers that they had, it was either in Germany or Spain. Help yes. me out a little bit here, Bobby. Yeah, it, it, it was in Germany. You're correct. In Germany. And then they, I think they grabbed something in Spain, too, did they not? Uh, I have seen various reports on that, but I think they may have. But this information is going offshore, which is, you know, retarded to start with. Right. And then, you know, you take a look at... Uh, you know, what Trump was able to uncover via, you know, his preparation for the party that they threw for him. And uh, he's the party pooper now because <laughs> they got it all via the servers. Correct. And they've also got a truckload of ballots that were only marked for Joe Biden and everybody down ballot was forgotten about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. Yeah, I I know. I certainly. Yeah. When I go to vote, David, I certainly just mark uh, who I want uh, to be president. And I just leave the other races alone because, you know, they're they're really not that important. (laughs) (laughs) What I think is hilarious is I really believe at this point Trump's going to get a second term. I think they got him cold. I I think uh, it looks a lot better today. Having heard uh, Giuliani, Sidney Powell, uh, Ms. Ellis. Uh, all go through their essentially what's going to be their opening statement in court where they lay out what they have. And Rudy Giuliani took took pains in explaining to the media, uh, these are not charges that I am making. I don't know these people. These are individuals who are patriotic Americans who have put themselves at risk by signing affidavits attesting to what they witnessed, and they've done it under the penalty of perjury. So you don't have to believe me, but this is what is referred to as evidence. Absolutely, and I like that part of it, but what I like better is they got the servers that recorded all the dumps when they were dumped. Yep. And the same ratio in each state, things like that. Mm -hmm. And... People who attested to trucks backing up in the middle of the night, dumping out boxes of Biden ballots, and right. they didn't have it. Uh, they didn't. They weren't pop- properly secured in an envelope. And I mean, you know, anybody can see that this is fraud on a large scale. And if some court doesn't step up, then we need to form ranks and march march into Washington D.C. and take our country back. Well. There is uh, there is no question that now uh, this has been, I suspect, a really bad day for John Roberts, because I I suspect oh. that the I, I suspect the chief justice of the Supreme Court would have much preferred to be able to keep his skirts clean and out of this presidential electoral mess. And, and now I, I think he has no choice. May I make a prediction? Sure. I think. Uh, Roberts is caught in the middle right now, and he doesn't like it. I'm certain of that. Yeah, you bet. And I think what you're going to probably see the court do is declare the election spoiled or invalid. Mm -hmm. That would be the only right thing to do for the president's race. 
And then I think the court will probably rule, and this is a long shot, but I think they'll rule, rule to throw it back to the state legislatures where every state has one vote. Right. And the Republicans own 38 of those, and that's the end of that, too. It's going to be it's going to be fascinating to watch. Thanks, David. I appreciate the call. One more to go. The bonus hour is next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 